What, do you want me to start talking? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's it going, Evan? It's going good. good. We're back again this week. Boom! Episode 14. We really need an intro instead of just us staring at each other waiting for someone to talk. I kind of like like longingly looking into your eyes. It's, it's you know, it, it, yeah, it's good. It adds to the cast, uh, I feel. You know, yeah. you can really feel the bond <laughs> at that point over the voices. It kind of makes every opening awkward. But yeah, that's yeah, fine. It does. It does. That's fine. Um, uh, we are EDH Wrecked, a podcast about finite commander, which is commander without infinite combos. Uh, we are on episode 14. Woo! 14. Yeah. Got there. Which we don't have a special. We're just discussing. It's not. It's a baker's dozen plus two this week. Plus one. Baker's dozen. Oh two. right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Let's just start over again. Uh, uh welcome. Oh no. look, uh, oh. we got our pop-ups. Sweet uh, right. computer. Brian's computer is still doing all the things it used to do. It's plugged in this time, right? No, but it's at full battery. We're fine. All right. So we're we'll, we're about to find out how long full battery lasts. Yeah. Uh, so today's <laughs> episode is going to be a little a uh, little bit of a different move here. Uh, I know we've spent a lot of time talking about like what new people should play or what you could add to your commander deck, yep. but today we're going to talk about mistakes that we make. Uh, and and we being experienced, experienced players. players according to ourselves. According to our expertise opinions. That we don't have. Uh, I'm an expert <laughs> in myself. Sure. Uh, so yeah, we're going to sort of go probably beyond some beginner things. Uh, we're going to talk about our random commanders because we haven't didn't do that last week. We did not. We didn't do random we commanders. We kind of got rambling on for a while, and I was super tired. And just, you were. Uh, it was I, a very strange episode. It was because yeah. oh, man, yeah, <laughs> it's been yeah. a rough week. <laughs> been, it was a rough one. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna and then we're gonna do fuck Mary kill, which I went back and I don't think we've done since episode six. No, it's been a while. So we're, we're gonna just, pick three commanders. We keep cutting it for time and just never coming back to it. So. Yeah. So yeah. that's where we pick uh, three commanders and sort of just do like a threat assessment of like how would you play against them. Which one would you kill first? Which one would you toy with and let to live? And which one would you just allow to live till the very end? Yeah. If you could just pick who dies, not you. Obviously. Yeah, obviously you're playing yeah. such a good deck that you'll control the whole game. You're playing Shimmer Zer, so you just choose. Yeah. Well, then you just kill them all at the same time. Yeah, when you want. At <laughs> sure. the end of a turn. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. So we're going to start with some mistakes that experienced players can make and sort of talk about that for a little bit. Evan, why don't you fire it up? What, what, what's... It's a mistake that you what, made. What's a... Uh, or that you still make, I should say. Yeah, well, okay. I mean, there's a million of them. Apart from choosing to be on this podcast. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is, uh, is so that's my life choices that have brought me to this moment. Um, <laughs> the one I was going to start with is, uh, like, when to counterspell is always a problem for people. It's sort of like a threat assessment one. You should always counter the tutor. Well, no. <laughs> clearly, you don't. <laughs> the only one you counter is uh, Primal Surge. So the only two because everyone's life. just going to get a dose out and stop you from doing anything later. But you don't counter like vampiric tutor. You just let it go and counter the thing they play. If the player already has an Urborg or a Coppers out, I will seriously think about countering them so that they don't get to play the other part of it. True. Yes, yeah. uh, that is in there. I was I had a note of like. You know, about basically, usually when I counter, it's sort of wait for the thing that can kill you, but sometimes you screw up. And I have a note of like, there's an example. I don't know which one. That is actually the one that messed me up a couple weeks ago was I let someone tutor and they're like, uh, Urborg and they had coffers. I was like, shit, I <laughs> yeah. should have counted yeah. the tutor. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't thinking. Mono black now, players. Now they've got so much and I'm just waiting around. Yeah. It was awful. Mono black players that tutor <laughs> while they have one of those pieces out, I just counter the tutor. Yeah, you should. You should then. But that's the point of, like, in a multiplayer game, figuring out what to counter. Like, there's always the joke of, 
the person sitting to the, I guess, right. To the right. Yeah. Assuming you haven't used the new card to switch the turn order. Yes. Or you play in that town we know of where everyone plays backwards. Backwards. <laughs> backwards, backwards, backwards edition mana. There is a place everyone seems to play counterclockwise. Only at a certain house. It's a legendary it's a certain, spot. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's a spot that you can go to and, and you play magic in reverse. Yeah, it's so weird. They'll tell you that they're playing it the right way. It, well, no, the, the funny part is only the guy who, who owns the house is now the only one that's adamant <laughs> about doing it. Everyone else is just like, oh, yeah, we're here. I guess we'll play in reverse today. Sweet. But, uh, yeah, so the person on the right of the going usual jokers, they get everything counterspelled because the person has, like, not held up the counterspell and not done it and not done it. And then it was yep. like, well, why did I hold up the manor if I wasn't going to counterspell? So I'll just counter all your things. Counter everything before me. Uh, but then I guess the other way is sometimes the one on the left because they jump the gun and they're like, well, I'll just counter the first thing that's played. Yeah. Well, You I want mean, to sit across from the blue, like, across, like, one person between you and the blue player because they don't tend to counter you because they've either blown it because they've rushed into it or they've realized that they should have countered things and just like knee jerk try to get rid of their counter spells and the counter spell the person ne it's always the person next to them it's a counter spells for me are a weird sort of a weird sort of environment anyway when you have multiple counter spells because you are always caught in this moment of of second guessing every play you have so yeah for me it's like do i play this card and then risk not having this counterspell up. Yeah, risk someone then destroying me because I was stupid. Yeah, or and do I or do <laughs> I, I hold selfishly back. played a card that isn't going to do much? Yeah, yeah. Do I hold back and then wait and then they don't do anything? So now I've spent so the whole just turn wasted your turn. Yeah. Oh, it's so awful. <laughs> it's a it's a terrible situation to be stuck in. It's almost the worst situation because you it's have, why like force of will is a good card because you don't have to leave up man or or ley line of anticipation so ley line vidalcan or i was trying to just goad you into talking about force of will because you hate the card <laughs> i don't think it's a good commander card i mean it's fine but for its cost for its monetary cost oh yeah, it's, it's a bad commander so, card. and it's gone up drastically can, in the last six months you can buy a pact and negation for half the price and still have a zero drop counter spell but it can't counter creatures so that crater Pact of negation. Oh, sorry. I was thinking uh, the new force of oh, negation. Oh, force of negation, yeah. See, they all have the same bloody name. They do. But all the free counter spells I find are overpriced monetarily. They're obviously so, except amazing. Except for foil. Except for foil. Yeah, foil. And thwart. And thwart. Thwart's so <laughs> terrible. That cost is <laughs> ridiculous. Return three islands. <laughs> three islands to your hand. Uh, hey, sometimes <laughs> it's it worth it. it. Hey. If someone's like Torment of Hailfire for 30, if and you're, you're about like, to lose thwart, the game. If you're it's about to lose the game, card. it's a great spell to have in hand. But if you're not about to lose the game, it's yeah. the worst card to have in hand. Because you're so far behind. It's just terrible. If you're playing like uh, Tatiova, is that the, yes. the, the Celestian one? Then fine, go ahead. Oh, if you're you in Simic, play the lands. If you're in Simic and your your deck is land-based, then yeah, yeah. You're, you have multiple land drops. You probably have Wayward Sword, Tooth, or Azusa, or yeah. something like that. But if you're just mono-blue with Thwart, <laughs> that's a shit move. Yeah. You're about to get way far behind. Yeah, play, Unless you have... Play Foil. Dreamscape Artist. Yeah, there you go. Catch up a little bit. But, uh... <laughs> no, so... These are all spells, references to our last episode. They where were. We talked about yeah. all these cards. Yeah. If anyone's listening in the wrong order. But Counterspell is definitely, like, a, a top misplay for everyone. Oh, for no matter your experience. Uh, and half the time you misplay by, like... As you said, like you just didn't counter it, and you just yeah. pretend you didn't have a counter spell when you realize you made like the yeah. Like as I said, like you let them tutor for coffers, and you're like, well, it's, the next thing I counter, everyone's gonna give me such a hard time because yes. why was I such an idiot to let the last one go? Yeah. So I'll just sort of pretend I draw it later in the game yeah. to hide my own idiocy. Like when you hold back Soul Ring on turn one, so it makes it look like you top decked <laughs> yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. Play it turn three because it doesn't matter because yeah. you had nothing to play anyway. But no, yeah. the uh, 
the whole counterspell issue is also just based upon the fact that it's a uh, it's counterspell is like I said before it's such a weird self doubting card. You just you you yeah. always think is this the spell I should cast? Yeah. Usually I sort of hold to like <clears throat> is it a spell that's going to kill me? If I, not, I let it go. Usually I counter anything. My general rule of thumb is that I counter uh, the first spell that I feel will actively change the board state. Yeah, like what was Citadel way. or like like win cons yeah. you want to get rid of? Of course, win uh, cons. But even like Citadel's not a win con as much, but as it's just such mean, an engine. Like uh, Necropotence should probably be countered yeah, well, if you've got yeah. one. Necropotence is a legitimate win con. Etherflux <laughs> 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 Reservoir, Panharmonicon sometimes in the right deck. But I mean, the most general decks rule is it, if it's, it's a, a non-rock artifact, you should probably counter it. <laughs> probably, There's yeah. a reason it's Dark in the Steel deck. Forge, you should yeah. probably counter no, Microsynth, Karn, those sort of yeah. cards. Like, yeah. Cards that are going to make you lose the game, you Which should is probably get rid of. Which is non-rock artifacts. Yeah, yeah. If someone drops something that's not a Soul Ring style uh, as an artifact, you might want to think about countering that, because yeah. it's usually in there for a specific the purpose. Drop, yeah. It's no good And then for obviously, like, Rift, probably counter that. <laughs> Rift is one of those rough ones, too, as a blue player. it's Actually, that was my first talk, so great segue there. Oh, uh, perfect. Uh, Cyclonic Rift might be the most misplayed, misplayed card yeah. in Commander. Because so, everyone plays it. Every blue deck plays it, or every blue player has at least one. I personally have four. It just goes in, I put it I in every two. blue deck. Uh I don't play it in every deck. I've mentioned that many times. You have, yeah. We've actually <laughs> talked about Rift a bunch, but yeah. I want to get into the details of why it's misplayed. So Rift is a is a card that should really only be used, in my opinion, to end the game or stop you from dying. Yes. It's too powerful of a card to just help with your board state. But like, yeah, you know, so this guy's getting out of hand. I'll I'll reset it, but and screw over two other people. In the yeah, process. and at that point, you know, especially if it's by turn seven, when you have seven mana in blue, you're probably not ramping too too hard. So by by the time you get that spell off, playing Urza and like bullshit, um, <laughs> you and even then though, you're still turn three or four, like yeah, sure. at maybe five. Because well, he's a four drop, and I guarantee there's people out there who have played Rift on like turn four with Urza, even though like the opponents have nothing, nothing worthwhile. Well, that's to the other side is. <laughs> It's such a knee-jerk card, right? It's much in the same vein as Counterspell. Like, blue is it just Yeah, a you hold up seven to cast it, and yep. then nothing happens. And you're like, well, I, I, why did I hold up seven? I yeah. might as well cast it. Well, that's why I like Ori, or... If yeah. you're running Mono Blue, Ori or, and Anticipation are your yeah. best friends. But the uh, people over and over again, and I've done it too, and you, you cast it, and you think as soon as you cast it, you're like, that was a, a bad time to cast this Rift. Like, you got scared of something. Yeah. And then you were like, nope, reset the board. And you're like, ah. Yeah, the worst is you moment. usually want to wait till like the end of uh, like the last person's turn to get the huge. But then sometimes someone else plays something stupid and you're like, oh, they're going to combo out. I should probably. Yeah. And they're like, I didn't have anything. What are you doing? Yeah. And then the other two just build back up and like you, you didn't gain any advantage. That's the other side of, of, of playing Rift and Counterspells is if you're going to be turning yourself into, you know, one of those blue players, those blue players, I'll use the quotation marks. You kind they of can, have to... They can hear the quotation marks. I, I assume, yeah. yeah. Just like you can hear sarcasm. Um, what? <laughs> was that sarcasm? I, well, I couldn't hear. Um, <laughs> yeah, Evan. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> so um, you kind of have to, with Rift and with Counterspells, you kind of have to be able to ignore your opponent's voices. So too many times you'll be caught in the moment where your opponent will like argue the case. 
Right. You know, or like, oh, don't counter this, man. Like, it's just going to do this. Like, if you think that's the move, make the move. Like, yeah, don't let them dictate what you're going to do with your deck. And blue is pretty much the most mailable color for having people tell you how to cast your own spells. Yeah, and they're not going to be helping you. They're just trying to limit they, the damage they you very do to well, them. Yeah, they very well may be trying to help you, but they're also trying to keep themselves in the game or alive. Yeah. And so, as a blue player, uh, you kind of have to be able to just ignore what people are saying. And, yeah. you know, the bitching will happen because blue is a color that everyone bitches at, including the players who are playing blue. But yeah. um, you just have to be able to move past that and sort of... Uh, think about what your position is compared to theirs. And that's where Rift is a misplayed card because it's always used as a, as a tool rather than as an end or a life-saving effect. Yeah, I was talking about sort of the, like, that we need a delay of game penalty. Yeah. Rift gets used as a delay of game penalty yes. too much where yeah. it's just like you're using it to just slow down the game. Yeah. You're not really using it to gain any advantage or to accomplish anything, just to slow the game if down. You're gonna, if you're going to, if you're going to, if you want to be able to do it that. To, like, get rid of everyone's stuff so you can kill them with all your yeah, attackers exactly or you're getting rid of all their stuff because they're about to win and then you again can kill them now that they have nothing yeah don't just play it because they've got nice things yeah it's turn 11 and and you know the board's all even and you're like i'm gonna get ahead it's like well no you're not you're they're just gonna play it next it. turn you do you essentially just you took an extra turn and you've also told them because all gone. they do is just play all their stuff again, yeah. and the board states the exact same was a turn later. Yeah. So they've all wasted one turn, but if you had nothing to take advantage there, then you yeah. didn't do anything. It's like, I took an extra turn, drew a card, and passed. Well, like, now they know it's Except gone. you didn't even draw a card. So it's not and in your now hand. They don't, yeah. It's not in your deck anymore. If you want to do things like do the delay of game, uh, your best bet is evac, or wipe away, or yeah. cards like that, where you can just say, uh, okay, all the creatures go back to your hand, or aetherize, or something. Yeah. Where... where you're not using such a potent weapon to end the game uh, just to stop something from happening. Yeah, when yeah. someone's playing goblins and you evac, everyone's usually pretty happy. Happy. And it's but if not... you rift and everyone lost everything, they're less happy with yeah. you. Now, yeah, you crippled the red player, for sure. Yeah. Any type of effect <laughs> like that is putting that red player at a distinct disadvantage. Yeah. But did you really get anywhere further ahead and did you help? And yeah. is anyone pleased at what you just did? No. <laughs> no. No one is. And if you made the other three players all hate you, then you're you're not helping yourself win this game. No, no, and that's it. So Cyclonic Rift is definitely my top choice for misplayed. Yeah. Or misplays. Yeah. Um, oh, I got one that keeps happening. Mm -hmm. When you ignore the mana screwed player for the entire game. How oh, many? Yeah, they just yeah, win yeah. every time yeah, because what, yeah. so so what happens is you play and someone's like oh, I'm stuck at three land and they don't do anything, and then on like turn twelve they've got six lands and they start doing stuff, but there's so many threats on the board that you just sort of let them go. You do, yeah. And then you beat each other down to like ten life, and this person you realize suddenly has forty and actual cards, and they just beat you. They do. It, it's like you have to notice at which point you have to pay attention to them again. You can't just ignore them for the whole game. They win every time otherwise. My general rule of thumb with people is that as soon as you've dropped a rock, you're in the game. Yeah. So if you're, just, if you're just doing a land at a time, then that's well, fine. If not you rock, like, but like any ramp. Yeah, if you ramp like Kadama's Reach or yeah. Cultivator are yeah. effectively the same As thing. soon as you ramp or as soon as you drop something that's putting you ahead of wherever your state was, yeah. um, you're, on, you're in the game for me. So even if you've missed three land drops, if you drop a guild lotus, well, that's you're in. Yeah. You're you're part of but it. But that's now. the thing is you need a you need a reminder to just not like feel bad for them. Yeah, you shouldn't feel bad for anyone. 
I mean, well, kitchen table magic, yeah, feel bad. Sure. But if you're sitting down at like a, a shop, but, but or I you're mean, playing games with you know people that you you know, or it's a tournament like us, there's there's you but, should feel bad enough to not just be a douchebag. Yeah, you don't need to like one hit kill them. Is my point. Yeah. You usually then go, you're not a threat, so I'm going to go after these other two. Yeah. But the problem is people miss going, and I do it because we're talking about mistakes we make. People miss going back and going, no, wait, 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 hold on, this person was a threat again. Why am I still attacking these yeah. two people? Yeah. Because I still kind of feel bad because I forget that they're not mana screwed anymore. Yeah. And usually what they forget is that no one's bothered to attack them because there was no point. They're still at 40 life. So you three other people beat each other up and yeah. then they realize the person's at 40 life and you don't know how to knock them down anymore. We're assuming you're playing four-man pods like we do. Yes. Um, you can play three. That's fine. Three's fine, too. You shouldn't play five. It doesn't really happen in three so much, though. Like, I do find that at a lower-end pod, if you have three people... The, the guy with the least amount of mana tends to just be the first one killed. Because right. you sort of opportunistically yeah. trim out one person. <laughs> sure. And then you, you you deal with each other. But in a four-person yeah, pod where you're always holding than... people off, like yeah. sort of trying to balance attacking with staving off and getting well, your combo. Well, I just combo. think like three players where like sort of your, your stronger decks can pull through because they can't yes. get ganged up as much. In four-player, the politics starts taking over. Well... And, and three-player sort of also balances it all out. A hard ramp at the beginning of three-player will also win you the game. Yes, but in four-player, you just get three people who will turn on you, yeah. and it's yeah. you can decks can hold win. off two people, but they struggle with three. Yeah, but if one person screwed, that is true. You should never just ignore them. Uh, you can ignore them till I get. I think Brian. I think your rule's right. When they ramp, remember they're back in the game. Yep. Yep. That should be your trigger to pay attention. Or if to they that. step into something like it's in my mind, if you want to keep yourself out of the game until you're ready to go then do that, and it's on us to remember. But if yeah. you start stepping into, like, counter something or you're beast with inning someone with three mana up, well, you're now on the board. You're, <laughs> right. You're you've, you've made yourself a target again. Yeah, you've pissed people off. The Giants have noticed you, <laughs> <laughs> David, and I hope your slingshot has a lot of rocks. Yeah. <laughs> like, good good topical reference. Good, 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 good biblical Spoilers. Goliath uh, ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um what do you got? Uh, so my mistake that people make, which actually, oddly enough, uh, links into somewhat yours again. It's really good segment. This is here, good. Is, uh, <laughs> we don't talk to each other, so we could we have the exact same list. Fuck, we just don't know. Is uh, is taking the table uh, personal politics out of it and just dealing with what you're seeing on the board. So this only occurs in like if you're playing if you're playing like multiple games. you just hate out someone because you don't like the person? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, but we do that all the time. <laughs> we do that for the toxic players, like we explained last. Yeah, that's, that's an exception. To the like, rule. Wait, didn't we talk about how that's, that's exactly that's, how you get rid of? That's how you get rid of like a toxic player, and that sure. does sort of break the mold. But I mean, you know, this guy did something to you last game, and this only really matters if you're playing. A series oh yeah, of games, that's that's right? bad when you're like this person countered by yeah, commander yeah. Uh, they, twice. They did this to me, them. so uh, yeah. I'm gonna hit you with this. It's like you gotta take, and I've done. They it attacked me you. first last turns, last yeah. game, so I'm gonna attack them first, even though that guy has a soul ring and a and everything bonus else out on turn or three. This guy just cast a spell that's probably gonna win in the game, but I don't want to counter it because that guy was an asshole last game. So you know what? We're all gonna suffer. It's like that's, and I've done things like that. Yeah, I've legitimately sort of, been like, yeah, I'm not helping you win the game because yeah. of something. That, but that's different. That's like I'm not playing Kingmaker. True. <laughs> but to help you. Kingmaker but. means also that you're going to lose anyway. Yes. And whatever. Whatever your own personal thoughts on losing air is fine. I don't mind kingmakering. I try not to. I try uh, to. I've had times where I've had like counter spells or things or like rift and it's like I can't win this game and all I'll do is decide and I, I'm going to let these two figure it out. Now I'll decide. I don't want to. <laughs> but uh, 
Oh, there's oh, God, the rift. Oh. <laughs> the rift what? Oh, there was just like a couple months ago, a uh, <laughs> buddy of ours, we were talking about rift. Yeah. Legitimately, three of us in the game. Yeah. It's like the last, it was when we had turns. Yes. Okay? So I go to swing to, uh, I think I swung enough, because we were doing like life totals at that point. Yes. As the tiebreaker. So this was a while ago. Yeah, this was a while ago. It was like a year ago. Top table playing for 40 bucks. I swing at uh, this guy and uh, who, who's going to screw up my game here, uh, and this other guy, like a new guy. I think it was like his first week there, and I had enough so that I would have the highest life total. And the guy who wasn't going to win rifted one of my one of my guys <laughs> so that I would be tied in life total with the other I person, remember and that. we had to split the top yeah. table. And then that guy moved away. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, you just cost me $20 because you rifted. Like, I, no I, I won. Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah. So mad. At him. For no reason. The uh, but He wasn't going to win. He, he was like, I had enough to kill him. Like, way. Anyway, it was terrible. But, I mean, see, that that was his choice to do, though. He had the ability to do it. Yeah. And, and he if he it. wanted to do it, then that just, but again, the next game you played with him, Maybe you wouldn't have been I, so nice to that's him. Pro- that's the exact example of I probably said, I'm coming for you because you essentially stole $20 out of my pocket. Yeah, and so, but then maybe it wouldn't have been the right move to do it. No, you know? no. And that's so what fair. I'm saying is you kind of have to step back from the, yeah. the ability to sort of say, this guy runs a piece of shit deck or he did piece of shits to me uh, and, and base it on what you see and what's going on. Yeah, I mean, uh, like... Though it depends on the deck, like, uh, what's the, the top deck, uh, Sphinx, Yannette. Yes. Every time I play that, I have to assume that the, they're going to cast Expropriate. Oh, yeah. So I don't care what's on the board. Well, I guess I care what's on the board. If their commander's on the board, I assume Expropriate's next card. So therefore, I come at them hard. Um, but I guess that's... And I can base it on previous, but it's also just knowing what's in the deck. Well, but, and that's that's different from from just basing it on the fact that you just didn't like this guy. Or What I'm true. talking about is like personal thoughts. Like yeah, just you, pay attention to what's on the board, not... not unless what, it's, a, as we said, it's a toxic player who yes. you, you need to... I 100% support fix. fixing toxic players by just making them not want to play Magic with you anymore. Yeah. Uh, and your whole playgroup. Hate out their deck until they get tired of playing a deck that everyone hates. And if they ever ask you, fun. you explain to them very calmly why they're a piece of shit. <laughs> well, why their decks? Are... You should probably <laughs> tell why them why they're a piece. Why of shit they're too. them as a human being? Yes, as a person. Sweet. Do you have another? Do you have another uh, mistake? I do. I'm just wondering if all the card sorting you're doing right now is coming up on the mic. <laughs> uh, probably. Brian is actively building a deck. I am. I am organizing a deck right now. Uh, it's actually the wall. He is. Yeah, he's building. Um, Parmenian is that? Parmenian, no, wait. I don't know. Uh, I can tell you the name. Sky it is Rampart. Pramicon the Sky Rampart. But there's no that in there. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. So he's got the cards out because he's trying to sleeve them up. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to figure out what I'm running in it. Continue. Come on. Yeah. We don't need so to, we'll see if he puts time 120 cards accidentally because he can't count what we're. There's talking. only 99 six. Uh, another one, it's kind of a, I mean, these are like, I started with like the good ones and I'm into the, yeah. the bad ones. Uh, one is just, uh, getting lazy and just sort of haphazardly tapping your land. <laughs> um, it, it's where you're like, you should probably tap your basic lands first and not your command tower because what will happen is if you play a bunch of things is then you'll suddenly realize like you have all the wrong mana left. Yeah. This happened once where you couldn't counter one of my spells 
because you tapped and you had one blue and I like had a only black, one. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, crap. Because you had like Bolasil <laughs> and you were doing all this crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, it, it's just like laziness where you're like, I don't want to think about it because like I want to speed up. And yeah. You just, so my usual one is like, Basic lands tap first, as long as I think I have a somewhat even amount. Um, and then to, I have this problem in my lands deck all the time because there's like 48 <laughs> unique <laughs> lands. So it's like, figure out what the hell. It's like, well, I have to pay two blue. Well, okay, sure. And three something. Well, what the hell lands yeah. do I want to save? And which it's, it's tough. Yeah. And you screw up half the time because it's you're just like, why did I tap that strip mine? Cards like really full of Citadel and like cards because it just changes what you can do so quickly. Right? Like Citadel, if you, if you, again, to get back to blue, if you have a brainstorm in hand, don't use your command tower. Use an island. Yeah. You have no idea what you're going to draw with that. Yeah, exactly. Like, you should, if you have a rock to play and it's colorless, use as many basics of the same, like the highest total of basics you have yeah. to play that. Use rock. all your colorless. Yeah. Use all your basics. Keep your things that tap for multiple, so you'll yeah. less likely to unless be like, you have Shit, like I a, needed a two triple blue, blue future sight because it's here on top of my little deck yeah. stack. Unless you're running something that requires like triple blue, you should always try to keep your mana levels even if you're yeah. playing a multicolor deck. Yeah, but because you never know what you're gonna get or have to do. Yeah, that's the tough. And I said it's mostly just you rushing or getting lazy and just not paying attention. Yeah. but it, it will screw you over. That bull of citadel play was pretty legit though. That killed me. Yeah, so so Brian was playing bull of citadel and he got he went down to two life, three life, three life. I had wretched confluence and I was waiting for him <laughs> to go down to three bloody life because you can choose uh, the mode target player draws a card and loses a life three times <laughs> and so he did it you got like chromanticore i think you're playing ramos i was you yeah. put chromanticore to get life back with lifelink i yeah. you went to combat and i uh and i cast it i attacked and yeah. you cast it uh after blocks declared you were like and this and i had tapped my mana wrong because i did get lazy and i just assumed that i'd be okay also it was like a five drop spell to kill yeah. me for three so i wasn't seeing that one coming um yeah, yeah, and I ended up losing the game. Yeah, so... It was so, pretty funny. It was funny. Yeah. Was, I, I definitely enjoyed it. One of the few times Wretched Confluence is used to win a game. Yeah, I don't think that that hits too many uh, CEDH playlists. No. Uh, Wretched Confluence. All right, you got any more? I've got one more. Uh, the only... I mean, talked about in the past. Just, a, just the, the, the general commander rule, I think, which which I always do wrong, I see a lot of people do, is, is when to cast your commander. You know, like... Yes. Um... It's just a general statement of, you know, don't rush your commander out just because. Yeah, so I was thinking this one because I learned this one playing my Lord of Tressorhorn deck. Yes. Where I had like a bunch of zero drops. So there's yep. no point in playing a zero drop on turn one. No. Because someone will just blow it up for some reason. Like it'll just die to like a wrath. Yeah. That's taking some. So you. Oh, rats. I do want to talk about them too. Yeah. Um, so you just hold on to it because who cares? Yeah. And so I had to learn that it's the same thing of like, if you're not going to do anything with your commander, don't play it. The one I see the most is when someone has like a big board state and you're like, man, we need a wrath. And the person next to him is like, play my commander. And you're like, we just said we need someone's going to wrath. Gonna wrath. Yeah. Why did you play your yeah. commander? He's just going to die. Yeah. And then they wrath. And they're like, oh God, it's like, you didn't see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a, it's, it's, you know, you see it a lot in mono red as well. And uh, the non-ramp decks, essentially, is what I'm talking about. Where someone will just be like, uh, my general costs five, turn five, general. Yeah. If it dies, you're waiting two turns. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Unless you have something to do with that general or it's some yeah, kind of threat. Yeah, do you need it to block? Do you have, does it have haste? But Is it Teferi? Like, you know, does it serve a purpose? Yeah. Why is it there? You know? 
Or people who play a land like this one always kills me is the the uh, the Omnath. So the the Gruul Omnath rage. Right. Uh, I've seen one guy, not the guy who normally plays it with okay. us, but there's another deck I saw where the guy. We have to be sure who we're calling out because yeah. some some people listen and they're like, "Are you talking to me?" Yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, it's no. not. It's not you. Uh, <laughs> but he continually cast his Omnath after he had played a land. Oh yeah. So and then he he always he was like, "All right, Omnath back out, tap out to do it," and I was like, "You, j- <laughs> I don't <laughs> know what you're doing here. Dri- like I'm gonna kill him again. I have a murder in hand. Like I'm just yeah. gonna <laughs> kill him the dumbest way I can." Uh, so it's all about timing with your general. I, I learned this the hard way even now, uh, with my Zada deck. And I mean, right. Zada is, you know, probably my top tier deck. It wins yeah. the most out of every deck I have. And even to this day. And Skirk Prospector is a good card to get out on turn one when you, you play always one red, drop which is what I was talking Skirk about. Skirk Prospector. I'm just like, one. no one to play your cards. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just because you have the mana doesn't mean the creature needs to, to be it. on the board. And if you want to learn how to do that, uh, the hard way, School of Hard Knocks, play red. Play mono red and then yeah. try to figure out how to get your general back in a timely fashion. Sure. When you play it just before, clearly a rat's going to occur. Yeah, yeah. Or or just it doesn't do anything. Drop your Krenko with no haste and no mana up. And yeah, you know. see if it lives. Yeah, yeah. Because it won't. <laughs> you, you, you will learn very quickly on when you should cast your general and your important creatures and when you shouldn't yeah. if you play mono red. Because yeah. there's no way to it's stop It's like Krenko anything. when you already have six goblins and have haste. Yeah. Now Krenko. Sweet. Go to town. <laughs> now you probably win. Uh, anyway, you had one. Oh, the other one is, uh, it's a bit of a beginner one, but it still happens, which is just where you rush through phases. Yeah. Um, it's just knowing when phases. The big one is going to combat. combat. Yeah. Uh, everyone messes this up. Uh, it, it's just the, you know, you go, uh, go to combat, swing everything at Brian. And then Brian's so, like, well, look, before you go to combat. Can we back it up? Tap down all your creatures yeah. because, and they're like, what? And it's like, well, you skipped a phase that I get to respond to, except you just told me you were going to swing at me. Yeah. So now instead of me being like, eh, I don't know. So like the key is always you go, going to combat yeah. and you wait. Yeah. You give everyone and people go, that's fine. You go, okay, now I swing this way. Yeah. Um, because that stops a lot of people trying to figure out what to do yeah. in certain sort of uh, attack triggers like you know do they want to bounce something before it gets its attack trigger uh let them do it before you figure out what to do yeah uh don't give away free information i've i've just stopped letting people back it up at this point well because it gets irritating if people keep doing it if they're like they're like you're you're like uh going to combat swing at evan oh no 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 i had a response to combat it's like i just said going to combat like and it works reverse so you said don't skip but also you can't just back it up after you've seen what they've done if they've given you an option. So if, if I say I'm going to combat, you have to say right then and there. Yeah. Response. You can't yeah. wait a little bit because I don't know how much time to give you. There's no set. Well, no, you're just like going to combat. Okay, give it a few nothing. Seconds. Good. Yeah. I attack, and then they can't be like, oh wait, in response, it's like I said I was going to combat. Yes. You didn't say anything didn't there. Say anything Too bad. Else. I get my attack trigger with Illarhag. Yes, <laughs> and in comes a god. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's a uh, it's definitely a weird a weird uh, a weird play there because people do forget about the end of all the phases, yeah. and the fact that there's uh, there's like even things within phases, which I found out thanks to the card reconnaissance. Well, we talked about like that last chant, week. We yeah. said go look it up; it won't make any sense. So and then you, you gotta go look up what people say it does because yes. So this is a, the attack, a classic moment. The though. attack phase has like split since the card came out because <laughs> it creates moments for you to be able to untap your your people in between first strike and regular strike damage yeah to pull them of combat 
So you can swing with a first strike deck, untap all the creatures, but now you've created a moment where someone can now respond to you untapping all the creatures. So there's like, if you're running things like that, you have to allow your opponent the opportunity to respond to everything you do. You yeah. can't just be like, untap, end my combat. It's like, no, no, wait. Yeah, because it's always, if you skip ahead, you can people can respond to the old one. Yeah. Um, it doesn't happen so much in the upkeep and stuff. But no. The, going to combat's the big one. The big thing about upkeep is, is and like the draw step and things, is that when people miss triggers. So that yeah. kind of bothers me. When you oh, have yeah. a smothering like, tithe out, and I've drawn and started my main phase and maybe cast a spell, and they're like, did you uh, pay for that? It's like, yeah. you, no, <laughs> I didn't. And I know it's on me, but it's also just as much on you yeah to keep track of what's going on like yeah it's not a one-way street no you know and i can't stand it when people did you uh did you uh, last turn did you pay for any of those cards you played with Rhystic study it's like you fucking missed it all no yeah we always go like is it a may is it a may then you done then you missed it yeah so it's on you if it's a must then i guess you i guess you get it but stop being it's like you missed all the draws for Rhystic study then you missed the Rhystic is a may but like people (laughs) miss like howling mine or something it's like i didn't draw an extra card and then they draw the extra card like during your turn yeah oh that's uh, that's bullshit yeah i'm always i've done it and it's like oh shoot there's that i try uh uh, I've had that all the time. I'd be like, I'm drawing my extra card for Howling Mine. Yeah. <laughs> and the next person will go around and be like, next to him, be like, drawing the extra. And they're like, oh, I forgot Howling Mine's out. It's like, I am trying to loudly tell you that it's out. <laughs> I can't help you any more than this. The, uh, the only other thing I wanted to talk about was what I mentioned were wraths. So when to wrath and when not to wrath is always a challenge. Uh, yeah. When should you burn a wrath of God? Uh, when should you burn a damnation? Sure. Well, uh, like like physically destroy the guy. When you should set fire to your magic collection because you're tired of your life just being sucked down to this pool of money and purchasing and trading for less and then money. And all you and do is complain all the just time about all everyone. Whining. And then all of a sudden you find yourself listening to this podcast by two dudes that you don't know. <laughs> Who just complain about infinite just, combos. Then they complain and them. then they just talk about their wrath. It's a vicious cycle. No. <laughs> when you should use it. Um, wrath should be used... You know, out of all the things we talked about, I think it's the most liberal because you can have so many wraths in your deck if you want. I mean, oh, I yeah. built a deck with what twenty five wrath of gods. Yeah, my Mogus one has like sixteen. Yeah, it was well, mine because was Zergo. it doesn't play creatures. Single creature much, Zergo. Yeah. That was thirty six lands Zergo, and then all removal. It was hilarious. Yeah, Zatalpa. That's Zatalpa. Another one. You another play one. like twelve because it survives. So who yeah. Cares? <laughs> in in my rule of thumb is usually uh, I burn a wrath uh, when for me when. There's a threat that's able to, to, to affect me negatively. Right, but then this is where that combat step, because if you have like a routed instant speed. Yes. And I've skipped ahead. And I skipped ahead instead of swinging at you, you're like, well, now I'll definitely route, but Back like, I might not. If you I'm, swung at someone else. If you swung at someone else, like now I'm going to because I don't trust, but I guess you could then respond once they attack. It gets complicated. It gets guess, complicated, but, but it also. Because you could technically then go, I don't know, you could just say, yeah, because. By you can't really ahead. back that up. I guess now yeah. you're going to route. Whereas you should have said go to combat and then you like plead out and go like, I'm going to deal with your creatures if you swing at me, so go swing at someone exactly. else. Exactly. And I think that's where like <laughs> that moment is in your best interest to uh, to sort of let it chill. Yeah. Like If they jump ahead and then you were going to route and then they sw- they jumped ahead and swung at someone else, you just 
don't cast your route. You don't need yeah, to at that no, point. Yeah, no, you don't need to. But, like, you anyway, you could have saved yourself. It, it, there, there's, it's not that often, but there's weird situations that occur. No, like, Wrath of but, Gods are, like, are, are double-edged swords because you obviously use your, lose your side unless you're running, you know, Avacyn or, like you said, yeah. Zatalpa or something or your Mogus deck. But uh, yeah. they're also, there are moments when I've seen people Wrath just to get rid of, like, one creature. You know, they're like, oh, yeah. that, that, that Hydra was too much of a threat. I had to Wrath. Well, well they Wrath. Did you? They Wrath against, like, Marin or something. Yeah. Where, like, clearly they'll just rebuild the whole deck. They and absolutely all you did was, care. like, neuter everyone else. Yeah. So they can't deal with all the Golgari nonsense coming back. Yeah. Like, And you know, think you annoying. can, like, unless you have Recursion, you should always judge the time to Wrath. Like, especially oh, yeah. if you have anything you're valuable. You're like, of. someone blows up your commander, and you're like, all right, guess the Wrath's coming out now. Because yeah. oh, I don't care. You don't have a commander. Yeah. But... <laughs> But, uh, like, I have a few Wraths in my Elish Norm banding deck. And, <laughs> so it's, good. Uh, it's, and you know, you got to judge when to drop those. There's only 18 banders in that deck. Yeah. If I wipe five of them out, well, Jesus, <laughs> I'm only left with 13. But uh, also, you can't just Wrath to sort of keep, like, a 5-5 five, five off the board that bothers you. No. You know, like... That's when you sing your target rift because yeah, it's funny. That's when you, or you'd snap or something. Or I'm just Literally, these cards are in front of me. I'm just listing them <laughs> as I see them. <laughs> or you plea for power. Or you, maybe you plea for power as a sorcery. I don't actually know what that does. Either draw or take an extra turn. Oh. Uh, but Wrath is another one of those things where you see it misplayed because people either Wrath when there's too little on the board or when it's too late. Or, you yeah. know, Chainer's already gotten going and who, you know, he's going to Yeah, who cast, cares? Who cares? going to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so things like that. It's, it's a weird dynamic, although it's probably not misplayed as much as the other things we've said because it's, like I said, no, they're I so common. The big one with Wrath is underestimating the recursion in certain decks yeah and then assuming you've wiped the board when you haven't done anything there's been so many times that i've wrathed and then you look over in the next turn and everything's back and yeah you just think to your head how the fuck did that just happen yeah <laughs> why did i bother? why did i even waste that wrath yeah um if you're gonna if you're gonna wrath just plan it is all i get to say really i yeah, guess you know plan it better good be prepared be prepared it's really that's, what we're getting that's, at. I that's magic. i feel that at the end of the day <laughs> Uh, don't just show up with a random 99 cards. Uh, you should probably build a deck and, and maybe put and, some effort into lands. And, and, and maybe know how the cards work. Yeah, you know, read your own cards. Oh, that's one, too. Oh, oh no. fuck. Let's <laughs> talk about that one, actually. The, uh, one. What was it? The the one with uh, Urza's... What's the take an extra turn, but you bounce something? Oh, uh, Karn's... Karn's Temporal Sender. Yeah. We played against that one, and they are like, Karn's Temporal Sender, take an extra turn. And then they like, kept going, and we are playing, and we're it was like their next turn, and we are like... Did you bounce something? It's like, you know you're supposed to bounce something. I mean, we didn't want you to, but like, yeah. the card does do something else. <laughs> or how many times have you heard this one where, oh, I didn't even know that card did that. Yeah. It's like, they're your cards, man. Like, <laughs> the onus is on you to literally know what your cards do. Yeah. And that's pretty much the prime time you can tell that someone net decked. Yeah, if they haven't. Three or four times in a game, they go, I didn't even know that card did that. Yeah. And you're like, well, because you, you literally just scooped the cards up and slapped <laughs> them in a deck because you were told to. Yeah. You know, I very rarely go, oh, Christ, look at what this does. Like, I know what it does. Sometimes you get corrected on rules where it's like, oh, it doesn't work like that. Here's the errata. Yeah. But yeah, the errata gets weird, but there's not too many like As that. a general rule, know your cards. Uh, and when you show up to play with them, know what they do. Yeah. That's it. Don't get stuck in that situation where you're like, I don't actually know how this works. It's like, you don't want to say that. No. Every once in a while, you end up in like a weird situation 
And we were like, wow, what a weird combo of cards. But like, you just ask people. <laughs> or or what I do is I quietly take up my phone on someone else's turn and try to figure yes, it out before I play the yeah. card. We're like, what the hell does you can happen always, in this way? You can always tell when that happens because two or three people at the table will just be like, start mumbling off and be like, you know. They're like texting each yeah. other. They're like, what? what is this? Or you're just, everyone's on gatherer. Yeah, it probably works like that. Let's just wait a second and see what it is. <laughs> You're yeah. just like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so we're gonna move on from there. To uh, yeah, we're going to uh, talk about random commanders here. Random commanders. Because uh, we haven't done that, and usually then when we post, we don't have pictures to post. Or More than anything, I wish do wish we had like a theme song for random commander. Yeah. Like I don't want a theme song for our podcast, no. but I'd like it to be like random commanders and like. <laughs> Who's yeah. going to go first this time? Uh, I'll go first. <laughs> okay, here we go, Evan. Let's see. Get another dragon. It's always a dragon. Oh, pfft. Oh, come on. Boo. Rough. Well, we haven't actually talked about him random. Yeah, we talked about a lot. It is the angry jelly bidding we mentioned a little while ago. Omnath. Omnath, locus of rage. Um, whatever. You guys know this one. It's two red, two green, and three. It's a 5-5. Five, five. Landfall makes 5-5 five, five elementals, and you bolt something when an elemental dies. Uh, a while back, I tried to build a non-landfall uh, yes, one, this was actually one, which was kind of funny. Uh, used Lifeline. Uh, just to try to change it up because this one's where you most people just go hard into lands. They just play lands. They play yep. multiple lands. Uh, Omnath becomes a problem then because you can't wrath. Yeah, because you'll just get bolted all over the place. You have to single target get rid of Omnath before you do something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and since you have so many lands, sure Omnath's a seven drop, but like, how hard is it in? At that a point, deck that has lands to just recast. It's spell. all about Omnath denial more than killing them. Yeah. It's like you're trying to put, you know, uh, Song of the Dryad, Lumify, yeah. things on them where you Never just more. You just don't. So just, yeah. just get rid of its abilities. But because usually they're in green, any half decent player will be running, you know, Sage, we Cross and Grip. But... Yeah. Green, <laughs> I mean, we could have added. Kicks in we could have added. Not having enchantment removal is a thing experienced players forget. I think like removal. It's like the removal. Just, yeah, yeah. We three about, hours. But enchantment is like the most obscure. Although crossing grip should be it. in your. The thing about yes. green is that there's almost no just enchantment removal in green. It's either artifact or artifact and enchantment. Yeah. Uh, so if you have that removal, you have. And you, play, you have artifact. Yeah. You have you have you play beast within because then you don't have to. Decide. Yeah, then you have to you don't have to pick anything. And uh, apparently. They think that that's why it was like the the Modern Horizon one, the re ones like white because they realized that green shouldn't have the ability. To, yes, to the one that creates anything, an I elephant, guess. I believe. Yeah, yeah, which no one plays. No, it's really strange. It's like <laughs> terrible. Like nobody plays it at all. I've never seen it played. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it because in a single deck. I mean, it still blows up any permanence. It it's does. still good. Isn't it a sorcery though? I think that's the problem. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so Omnath, uh, it's probably, if we looked on our EDH rec here, uh, the most popular rule commander. It, like, what else are you supposed to talk yeah, about? Yeah, I mean... You just build lands. If you want to get creative, go look back at, I don't know, episode five or something, or four, where I talked about trying to build it with just elementals. Yes. Because it doesn't trigger on its tokens when it dies. It just triggers on any elemental. Yep. That was just my attempt to build something slightly more interesting. But then we usually have a rating system here, so fun. Uh... What what would your choice be? Uh, see, I'd go like one and a half because there's no 
your deck is cookie cutter to everyone else's. And I like to play a deck that's different with yeah. cards that are different. And I just wouldn't have fun because I'm literally just like, you almost have to net deck it unless you try to break it as weirdly as I do. Yes. So if you go way off the deep end with it, you can have fun. But most of the time, I wouldn't say it's fun. I think that's really with everyone else's. Every general, though. Not Well, no, there's obscure ways to play. There's. But I mean, if you go off the deep end, like your wall one is fun because there's no real way to play that. Not yet. There will be. Someone will do a douchebag thing with it. I've heard people want to play like stacks. Yeah. Or planeswalkers because you just affect the uh, combat so your ones play. Terrible. Um, But I'm not. I would go with one for fun because it's solely just like you said. It's pretty straightforward. It's also pretty efficient, and there's not a lot of room for like you're running forty or more lands. Yeah. So you're cutting down on the amount. Yeah. Hate, I always find it takes a lot of hate. It does. you know it's going to ramp, and you know that once it gets going, and they get like Ashnod's Altar or some sack outlet. It's very hard to stop at that point. Um, So like hate is like two and a half. I'd go two and a half. Two, two and a half. And what was the other? Politics? There's no... Like the politics is like, who do you bolt? There's no real politics. But there isn't really because you're such a threat that you're not like... Yeah. Weaseling your way into anything. Most just, of the time... You're going to try to kill everyone. Omnath is two things. Omnath is the most expensive general at the table, and Omnath is the most threatening general at the table. Yeah, when he hits play, you're usually focused on doing that to him unless someone's already created a board state. Yeah. But the problem with leaving Omnath alone, in my mind, is that Omnath creates such a swing in tempo that even if you're well behind someone, uh, the Omnath player dropping an altar... Yeah. can change it completely to yeah. his favor. Like, he'll yeah. just bolt everything, rebuild from dropping, you know, stupid lands and fetch lands and playing them from his yard. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're behind him again, even though you might have been well ahead of everyone. Yeah, they, like, uh, splendid reclamation to get back all their fetch lands. And the only like, deck... Oh, my God, I'm so screwed. Yeah, the <laughs> only deck that I enjoy playing against Omnath with, because it's kind of frustrating to watch them try to deal with it, is I really enjoy playing my Gisela deck against it. Because they have to make the choice of sacking five elementals to kill Gisela. <laughs> right. Yeah, because they do one it down. They yeah, do it's rounded down. down. So it's and one damage terrible. per. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you can bolt everyone else for six. Yeah. You bolt me for one. Your choice. So yeah. I'm leaving that in your hands. So <laughs> Sure, that's fair. It's a very... Gisela is probably my favorite seven drop. <laughs> so, yeah. Not Memnarch? No, I've never actually seen a Memnarch deck. No, I feel like it'd no. be funny. I feel like it would be... But... I be, I feel like it'd be funny to watch. Yeah, it's blue against, artifacts. So yeah. It's probably shitty. I hope that's your random commander. That'd be amazing. No. Oh. oh okay. Femrith. Yeah. Sure. Two two legendary human knight with double strike creatures you control. First strike have double strike. This is a reconnaissance deck if I ever heard of one. That's true. <laughs> I like that it has double strike. I think it would have been funny if it had first strike and its second <laughs> ability gave then double gave double it double strike. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. But uh, <laughs> Quende is a four drop, two, two, double strike, like I just said. Uh, mono white. You just play double strike Humanite. tribal. You would you would just play first strike tribal in this for sure. Yeah. 100%. Well, yeah, you just play all the cheap first strikers, yeah. give them double strike. This would have all of the hate bears and white in it. This would have silver knight, white knight, like yep. everything that did all yep. of those things. You would be able to run all of the cool cards. It's in white, so that's its disadvantage. But it is knights, and knights gain quite a bit in Dominaria, and there's some interesting cards for that. There are. So You would also have a very small amount of flanking, I believe. There might be some white yeah, flankers. that's true. Uh, there's actually uh, one the trick I, I learned with Double Strike is you want to put, like, the swords, which are now, like, a 
abysmally expensive all of a sudden. Uh, Stupid stone. Stupid modern. Stupid Uh, modern ruining everything. uh, Things like that that do uh, when you damage a player because they'll trigger twice with double strike. They will. So this deck should have like rogues gloves where you draw a card for it. Um, and they should have like the swords and uh, Gte uh, triggers on damage because you'll get everything twice. So what we're saying is you should hand. spend five six hundred dollars on the artifacts. Yeah, and then run ten cent creatures. <laughs> Correct, like White That's Knight. Right. Yeah, like White Knight and Silver Knight. Yeah, and uh, oh, the the I believe that the and you should play Knighthood, which gives all your, all creatures, your creatures first strike. Yeah, uh, the one except that, you should just have all your creatures what have is first the strike to begin with. Knight of White Orchid. Yep. Archer, he comes in. He's a knight first strike. Yeah, he gets true. it too. Gets you a land. Boom. Ramp and value. It uh, wouldn't be a terrible deck. No. But you probably wouldn't invest in it unless you had all those I've actually... I, I only recently got a reconnaissance, but I've always wanted... I've said this to uh, to the guy who, who used to play reconnaissance in his Verena yeah. deck. I always said you should run this guy as a general and yeah. use your reconnaissance in there, and it would be hilarious because yeah. everything's just like, oh, attack, untack, untack. <laughs> It'd be funny. So you uh, might have to do that if yeah, you yeah. take apart Elish and uh, Norn Banding. I don't know if I can ever do that. I might have to just have two white decks. <laughs> you could just add Banding into this. Oh, <laughs> it's really it just gets right out of hand at that point. <laughs> but yeah, this guy, I mean, for fun, I think he's super fun. I'm going to go two, two and a half. I think this is a deck well, that's going to be stupid and He's silly. fun because no one else is going to have it. Yeah. Uh, double Strike is a... Strange ability that's going to make your cards way better than they have any right to do. Also, I did want to point and out if you that get this since this set in. dropped, uh, I believe it's Dominaria. Yeah. Uh, I always thought this guy was a cat. Turns out he's a human. Oh. I thought for the whole he time. He does look like he has cat ears, yeah, yeah. though. It's like his helmet or something. And his helmet has cat ears. But I, for till this moment, <laughs> till this moment, I own this card. And until this very moment, I thought it was a cat. It's because you saw the word pride. Yeah, and, and he has thought, ears. Like, I just yeah. ignored everything else on it. I was like, cool. <laughs> And like a two-two cat is like what the standard is for yeah, cat that's cards. Fair, fair. But uh, yeah, his fun would be a two. I feel it'd be fun because it's a unique deck, yeah. in my opinion. And even if you don't run the heavy artifacts, it, it's less fun because it's mono white. But can, mono white, it, it's getting funner cards. I think two is about as high as, mo- as mono white. Yeah, can get for fun. yeah. So that's, I agree. Um, politics. Politics. It's mono white, so your only politics <laughs> is threatening people. You're with playing like aggro, so yeah. basically one. Do you want me to nevermore your general? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, you're at a one, and then for uh, hate, I don't think you're going to suffer too much hate at all. No, the double strike, you'll get a bit, so you'll get like one and a half. But the fact will... you're playing mono white means most people will ignore you. Yeah. Uh, you also suffer from the fact that if all your creatures have first strike, uh, and your commander gives double strike, everyone just has to knock out your command commander over and, and over solve again. half the problem. Yes. Yeah. So you're going to have to keep your commander out. Uh, or like have your pieces of but you need summon like, your commander for that one There's swing. like the weird bodyguards that like you can have them die <laughs> Veteran instead. bodyguards. Yeah. 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 yeah like the, that would be good at this time. That would be But that would also make it more fun because yeah. you'd have these weird old The clifftop like, rescuer. The yeah, one yeah the one we're talking about that gives pro everything. Pro whatever that's targeting him. Pro opponent. Yeah. Yeah. Those would be good. The ruins would be good. So yeah, that was uh, that was uh, that was my rando. I think that's a that was a good way to end it. Yeah, except we we're gonna do uh, fuck Mary kill. I meant uh, and this. Was oh okay, yeah, of, yeah, because uh, we just okay. That's everything, guys. Bye bye. <laughs> uh, no, it's a good way to good way to, to stop. At least I didn't get another one like you, like a straight up hardcore general. Just like everyone plays and, and you see all the time. Yeah, yeah, having one that has uh, sixty decks registered. Oh, online. I was gonna talk about um, oh! my disappointment on ED. Well, sort of. It's good. So I've noticed that on EDH rec, uh, the, young, the, the young Phoenix. It's a terrible card, but by my knowledge, it was the only deck on the website that had, or only commander that didn't have a deck. 
Oh. Young Phoenix. It's a mono white. Just scroll to the bottom of it. It didn't have a deck, and someone in the last couple weeks registered a deck. So it has <laughs> one. So I think EDH rec is now complete. There is nice. a deck for every commander. Every commander. As far as I can tell. Excellent. I this hope someone one got done. I hope that was like a labor of love. And not just like someone trying to be a completionist for EDH. I assume they just tried to do it because it, it's a terrible. It's like a commander that's like when your creature blocks, you can give it plus one, <laughs> plus two, one creature. That's what the commander does. Amazing. It's awful. Um, it's from Three Kingdoms, uh, but it has a deck, so I think it's done now. <laughs> I kept thinking I was going to make Brian build a deck, but like there's nothing to build around. You just put mono white yeah. good stuff, and then just have a weird general that doesn't do anything. Uh, all right, we're going to do fuck Mary kill. Yeah, so yeah. this one's one. Uh, so I guess you'll start since you've just chosen. Sure. Yourself. Well, I was going to explain. Well, you're going to fucker. I'm going to explain mine. <laughs> you're you're kind. Of, look, we're in this together. Okay. <laughs> I explain the cards and you talk about them, and then do the other one. Uh, so uh, essentially, the fuck Mary kill is we just come up with one of us. It's going to be me apparently because I'm <laughs> jump the gun here. Just jump sorry, right in. I didn't say go just to combat. Jump right in. Go to fuck Mary kill. Would you like to respond, Brian? Uh, response. <laughs> <laughs> Spots, give me the finger. Yeah. Uh, so essentially, it's just it's sort of like the order of who you'd kill. So Mary is like who you'd sort of uh, you'd work with them. Um, fuck is who you'd fuck over, um, but not right away. But you'd stop from winning, but you wouldn't really. You'd have some fun with them. They're the second and threat. kill would be who you'd the gun for threat. right away. Yeah. So yeah, it's essentially, essentially, it's like one, two, three. Lowest threat, yeah. middle threat, top threat. Yeah. So here are mine. Okay. The first one. Yep. I don't know how to pronounce this one. Wasitora Nikoru Queen. I'll go with this. It is the 5-4 cat dragon. <laughs> oh, the, the dragon the cat. cat, yeah, 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 cat yeah. dragon that we're talking it about. It creates other dragons. Flying dragon trample. Whenever it deals combat damage to a player, that player sacrifices a creature. If they can't, you create a 3-3 three, three, uh, black, red, and green cat dragon. I like it. Flying. All right. Next one. Chromium the Mutable. Uh-huh. Which is the new Chromium for... Uh, white, blue, black, flash, can't be countered, flying, discard a card until end of turn. Chromium is a 1-1 human uh, with no abilities and gains hexproof. Uh, can't be blocked this turn. It's a That's seven, so seven terrible. Otherwise. It's such a weird card. And the last one is Feldegriff. One, white, uh, blue, green, and you know, whatever. You're playing group hug. I yeah. don't want to read the rest no, of the text. No. Uh, fuck, Mary kill. Uh, Feldegriff dies. Immediately. <laughs> That's uh, what I figured, because everyone hates Feldegrim. Well, I just hate the idea of a deck that just group hugs its way to victory. It, well, it doesn't. Well, it can, but yeah. Have you ever seen it? Uh, once I saw someone Lab Man off with it. <laughs> but, uh, There's one you counter every time, is Lab Man. Yeah, so there you go. Going back to what you counter, you counter <laughs> Lab Man every fucking time. And the new Jace. You kill yeah. those two things, both. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I kill Feldegrim because, one, I, I just as a general rule, I hate group hug, and two... Uh, it is a deck that can just... F- so the problem with that group hug is that it's a so turbo group hug that it yeah. screws everything up. And everyone who builds it is just one of those people that's like... like They're like... SJWs on crack. They're just... <laughs> They're all over the place. They're just, just like, be friends, I want to help guys. you and help you. And but all they do is play Kingmaker because they, they end up helping yeah. the pl- person who everyone needs to be stopping. Yeah, they help you too much. That tends to be the problem. Right. It's like this person is ramped out. They've got a, such a great board state. Why are you giving them yeah. stuff? Well, and that's You're just giving the them last the time I played against the Feldegriff deck was the gentleman who moved away. Yeah. And he dropped that card that said at the beginning of everyone's turn, you get three green mana. 
Yes. I had already, I was in a track set. I already proliferated up a bunch. I was like, you're just giving me more. Like I was just playing against that card and I was using it and messing with everyone. And I kept telling him, yeah. was like, he needs to stop playing this card. Yep. It's because I'm next in order and I kept like bouncing and getting rid of it. And he kept replaying it. Yep. And I was like, I'm the only one benefiting from it. From he this, just yep. needs to stop playing it. And that's usually what happens at group hug though, is that you'll drop a card that's like, you'll, you'll drop a card that helps everyone. It's symmetrical. But the next player will just dominate it. Yeah. And then either kill you or get rid of the card. So they're the only ones that, that benefit. Yeah. Uh, All right. So that's who you kill. So Cause kill you that. hate group hug. And I just, it throws off too much of the game. I would cat dragon or chromium. Fuck with the cat dragon. Cause it's actually dangerous. <laughs> Uh, and then I would just keep Chromium alive because that power... That, well, I'd probably kill Chromium, actually, because at the end of the day, Chromium is a 7-7. Seven, it's seven. a 7-7, seven, seven, it's usually a Voltron, yeah. and you only do the discard to make it hexproof when someone tries to kill it. Yes. Um, or so, if you put... It can't be blocked, so you put, like, Black Blade Reforged to make a giant it's and swing it through. It's also Esper, so it gets white, so for removal purposes and things like that, it's got all the good tools, so I would kill that. I'd fuck with that. Yeah. And, and then, then I'd marry Cat Dragon? Yeah, why not? I'd agree with that because the cat dragon, if it can get through on Chromium, can make him sack Chromium. Yeah. As long as Chromium's the only creature up. Which is probably how you're playing it. I suppose. <laughs> so that'd be my thought. I put it in just so that you would I, say you hate Group Hug. Yeah. Because I no, assumed I, you'd I, kill it I first. You hate Group Hug. But yes. that Chromium's probably the actual biggest threat. Yes. And the cat dragon, it was only because we talked about it last week that it's just such a funny card. Yeah. And it's not terrible. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, it's, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's also not good. No. Uh, all right. So, so I agree with that. I didn't actually. Uh, I'd probably kill Chromium. Write first, down but... my exact cards. Like, I know them, but I didn't, uh, I didn't do what you did. After two weeks of me not being prepared at all, we're back to I spaces. have my list. I just didn't write down what they actually do to casting cost. So, so we have to look uh, them up. I'll do that as we. So look I'll tell you the three. So the three. We need a theme song for when you. <laughs> make oh, look, look at you. Looking up cards. Brian's looking up cards. <laughs> uh, so your three generals are Razaketh. Sure, yeah. The 8-8 for 8, I believe. Tutor, yeah. Yeah, so 8-8 eight, eight for 8, flying, trample, pay 2 life, sack another creature, search your library for a card, put that yep. creature into your hand. Go uh, get, that's your first go one. Go get Tainted Strike. Your second one is Edgar Markov. Oh, Jesus, okay, sure. The the vampire the, lord. The, the three yep. uh, Mardu vampire eminence. Whenever you cast another vampire spell, if he's in the command zone or on the battlefield, put a 1-1 one, one black vampire token into play. Sure. Uh, first strike haste when he attacks, all vampires get a plus one plus one counter. Yeah, you control. Yeah, he's so gross. And then the last one is Grim Grin. Oh, I always forget. Grim Grin's like a mill guy, isn't he? No, Grim Grin is like a straight aggro. Oh, like. I don't remember. So Grim he Grim is now. a, uh, I believe he is five five zombie. Uh, he comes into play. Yeah, there he is. Grim Grin the Corthborn for five 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 zombie enters the battlefield. Tap doesn't untap. Right. Sack another creature. Put a plus one plus one counter on him. Uh, and untap him. When he attacks, destroy target creature defending player controls, and then put another plus one, plus one counter on him. Oh, wow. He's a weird one. So, you have your choice of a zombie, a demon, or a vampire. Oh. Fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> um, the first one you'd have to kill is Mark Markov, because if played right, you just play like one drop vampires, and you just aggro the hell out. Well, yeah. So, that's your problem. And if they've done that, and then they drop and just you ignore that, and they drop Markov and start attacking and put counters on it. You're just you're dead in the water. That's where you need those rats. So that'd be the biggest threat. Okay. I <laughs> never played Grim Grim, so I don't know. Razaketh. Grim Grim is Demir for the record, so it is blue black. I think I'd have to 
marry Grim Grim because I don't fully know what it does, and I can mm. think that the other two are completely degenerate. I may regret this because they're all terrible. <laughs> and I guess I'd have to fuck with Razaketh because Razaketh's big thing is he's an eight drop, I believe. Yeah. So you have to stop them from getting Razaketh. You don't have to sure. kill them. You just have to stop. So you have to not let them get Urborg and Coffers. Because once Razaketh's out, you're you're like screwed because everything they do, if they have creatures, well, the other way is, well, no, you can't kill the creatures because they'll respond, sack everything. Yes. Um, they'll just tutor up everything. Um, I saw one online that was like a storm deck. They just like tutored up like Ornithopter and then played it <laughs> and had like ways to sack and recur it. And I was just like, this is the worst deck I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and then they just played tendrils. Oh, shocker. Or it was terrible. Hugely shocked. So you can play that, or as I said, uh, they t- they get Tainted Strike and just murder you. Well, that's the um, side effect of that. <laughs> also, that can do quite well with Grim Grim, because you can sack multiple creatures to Grim Grim to give them a yeah. plus one, plus one counter, and you're in zombies. So, yeah, I'd, I'd marry Grim Grim, because he seems slightly less degenerate. I'd have to kill Markov, because it's going to get out of control, and unless I'm playing a ton of Raths that I think I can handle it, if you ignore it, you're just like you're just gonna get swung at with like eight vampires and die. And Razaketh is slow. So I would you can agree. Fuck with Razaketh. I would agree with uh, with Edgar Markov for sure. Yeah, uh, you go I the would other way with probably the other two. flip the other two. I can't. You'd marry Razaketh like that solely because you can you can uh, you can hate out mono easier than you can hate out blue. I guess you can you can certainly. You would have. I feel that if you just let Grim Grim go, being in black, blue, and this is not like well, a, I think letting any deck. of them well, go yeah, is they're terrible. All terrible. But the they like this is a bad matchup. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Yeah. When I when I, I was like, I'm gonna give them all the monstrous creatures and like the 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 classic gothic monsters, and yeah. they're like they're all gonna be shit. Yeah, I'm gonna hate yeah. them all. Um, the problem that I have with leaving Grim Grim alive is that it's an aggro Dimir deck, which you sure. do not see. No, that's why I can't quite figure out so, what it does. You would, uh, I feel that you'd want to kill that because zombies are fast as they are. Yes. Let alone when you include oh, general. Oh, and they're just, the, like, the wrath, but they never stay dead. Yeah. They just come back. And, and just keep recurring. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so, and Razaketh, like you said, is an eight drop in mono black, which means that without rocks, uh, or without the Cabal Coffers. Yeah. Which is fucking Cabal Coffers. Uh, <laughs> then you, uh, I can't believe that Cabal Coffers, like, I can believe it because it's a terrifying character, but, like, Talarian Academy is banned. Right. Cabal Coffers and Guy's Cradle are not. Guy's Cradle is the only card of them that should not be banned. I think Cabal Coffers should seriously be looked at to be banned in Commander. Well, it's just... It's hard to justify them over each other. But... I think that I it's know. it's way worse to produce like it's way harder to produce a bunch of creatures to abuse than to have a bunch of land out. The argument's probably that you have to have Urborg, but then you're also playing Black where it's the easiest to tutor. Yeah. So like having both Fair. is not I actually don't believe it should be banned. I, it's fine, but it's just such a shitty card that every it is a black great player target goes for. For Rich Dance Port though. Also it's also a pretty good target for Ghost Quarter. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, or any land removal. <laughs> <laughs> so, but Rishta's board is the most passive aggressive way. It, like, you can keep it, you just can't use it. Yeah, that's that's definitely that's definitely yeah the the, <laughs> the Democrat way to go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. just tap it down. Don't get rid of it. I can't tap take it. a stance on it. <laughs> I just need to look, guys. Look, guys. I feel both of your sides. I understand where you're both coming from. Uh, so, but yeah, now that's Trump. That's... Now, I'm the smartest. <laughs> the uh, Grim Grin, Grim Grin. I feel that you can do either way. But I just yeah. think you have more time against Razakat. That's fair, because the, the blue will 
The blue will help will him mess stop up your you. attempts yeah. to stop them later. But Edgar definitely has to die. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> unless it like if you're playing Edgar and on turn two they haven't played a vampire, you can let it slide because they clearly haven't tuned the deck. Yeah, it's not. It's it's probably big vampires, not <laughs> yeah, a whole and then, bunch of them. And then you're fine. But if it's made properly. They should have like two or three vampires. It's like oh, have, plus tokens on turn two. On turn two, they <laughs> should they should have two vampires. I would a token and a creature. They should minimum have two. But they should have four because they should have played another. Well, one. but they might soul ring on turn one. We don't know. Sure, but, but then on turn two, they play two vampires. Yeah, maybe. And it make two. Like they should have like four on turn two. Depends on their land. We don't know their land base. Maybe they drew two. They're <laughs> not playing green, so how could they have a land base? <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that was episode 14. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Uh, if you have any suggestions again or any comments or anything you want to just talk about or yell at us, uh, we have all our social media. There. Yeah. We, have well, Facebook. we don't have all of them because I don't, don't understand. MySpace. In- Instagram. There. Instagram. Yeah. What are we just going to take pictures of ourselves? <laughs> no, I'm not doxing myself. I've done that enough. <laughs> We're on Facebook at EDH Wrecked. That's Wrecked W R E. W-R-E-C-K-E-D. <laughs> there we go. Uh, or on Twitter as well, at EDHRECT. And then you can also email us, EDHRECT at gmail.com. Uh, again, we're always looking forward to hearing from you guys, and we're up for any ideas that you may have. Or girls, I don't want to sound sexist here. Uh, any ideas that you may have for us to talk about, or uh, or just complaints, maybe. Maybe you don't like my voice. You can tell me that. That's fine. <laughs> You'll be crushed. I would be. By someone I didn't know telling me that uh, they didn't like my voice. All right, guys. See you next Have week. Have a good night.